0: We've defined procrastination as dreading a task and avoiding it for so long that you miss deadlines. Maybe you don't even get that project done. Real procrastination is a problem when you've committed to someone that you'll do something for them but then you didn't. This causes distrust between you and that other person as well as feelings of failure. In today's episode, we'll talk about creating a life you don't want to procrastinate from. Welcome to Empowering Productivity, the podcast that empowers you to break the mental chains that keep you from producing. Here are your hosts, Keely and Austin Reason.
1: We all have tasks that we just really don't like doing kind of inevitable, whether it's in work, uh, chores around your house, (laughs) whatever it may be. There's always going to be that thing on the to-do list uh, that you wish wasn't there. But if you have a long list of things that you hate, might be time to take some of those things off your list.
0: Yeah, and honestly, procrastination is generally a sign of an underlying problem. Some of the top reasons you might procrastinate is you just hate the work, I hate dishes, (laughs) <laughs> I do procrastinate with that. I absolutely hate billing. I also procrastinate with that.
1: <laughs> Mine is you, folding laundry.
0: Uh, yes, Austin hates folding <laughs> for laundry. Chores, yeah. you know, for doing household chores. Um, another thing would be you just don't have time to do the task. Maybe you like it. Maybe you do, but you just procrastinate about it because you don't honestly have time, but you didn't give it to anyone else because of that. Or you just don't feel like you have any confidence in your abilities. Maybe it's a new skill or something that you're trying to develop, but you procrastinate because you're not really sure how to tackle it.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a big one for me. So this week we thought we would go over some tips to design a life that you don't want to procrastinate from.
0: Well, the first thing you have to do is keep the tasks you hate to a minimum or the tasks that you feel less than confident doing. And to do this, you're going to have to learn something very hard, and that is to say no. You have to learn to say no to work, and that is very difficult when you need the money or you need the work or you want to please a client, but it's okay to learn to say no. In fact, I give my team this ability to tell me this because really it's not a benefit to me if they say yes to something they dread because then they won't do it. And then I'm left with trying to figure out how to get it done But then it knocks back their confidence, too. So it's really not helpful for anybody in our company to say yes to tasks on a regular basis that we really hate. And then if you hate it, you need to find someone else who enjoys the task and pay them to do it. Now, this isn't always going to be the case. I can't necessarily pay someone else to do the dishes.
1: (laughs) Uh, We have children.
0: We do have children. We do ask them to do them. I didn't get away from it though.
1: (laughs) Well, this is true. Many, many days of the week we do. And you know, that, that can be a strategy in and of itself is that there are five of us in the home. And so we spread that chore out that by the way, nobody likes doing. There's nobody in the house that says, I can't wait for my dish day. Uh, but because it's spread out, and there's a particular day or days of the week that it's your day, it, it mitigates it. Um, and one of the things that I've, I've really struggled with personally with th- this, this number one thing here, keep tasks that you hate to a minimum, is that sometimes you're good at the things that you hate doing. I had somebody tell me one time, you are a great administrator and delegator. And I looked at him like he was crazy. He goes, oh, you hate it? but you're good at it. And I realized, huh, that's that's interesting. And there are tasks on my weekly to-do list, my monthly to-do list, whatever that I can't stand doing even though once I sit down and do them, I'm pretty good at it. That can make it even harder to learn to say no.
0: Yeah, that's me with childcare. I'm actually really really amazing with kids and it's not that I don't love them, but I could not do childcare for my job. Right. I mean, I'm good at it, and people have always wondered why I didn't, but... So that's the thing. You have to find things that you love to do, not just things that you can do. There's a lot of stuff you can do. There's a lot of things that you can accomplish and get paid to do, but that doesn't mean it's the right thing for you. So I say make notes about the kind of work you do that you enjoy. This is something I often ask people who come to work with me. Is there tasks on your list that you like? I don't want to take them from you. If there are things you don't like, I want to help find someone who does. And I've had to do this in my own life. Um, you know, when I first started the business, I I did a lot more website related stuff. Um, I don't like that kind of work at all, and I'm at a place now where I just say no to it and give it to someone else. I don't love it, and I don't feel successful when I complete it. So I've just made sure that my list has more on it that I love to do. And can feel successful when I'm done. Just because I completed a task doesn't mean I feel successful. Maybe I did it and I didn't like the job I did, but I had to get it done, so I did All Right, it. so
1: it's off the to-do list, but it didn't do anything for you emotionally or, or you know, help motivate you on to the next task. It's just... Done
0: right. Copy so. and paste projects or anything like that. <laughs> I hate my life the whole entire time. Yeah, In she fact, hates
1: well, repetitive tasks.
0: Uh, last week felt so officey around here. I had a lot of like office related tasks. Where I, what I mean by that is just like pushing papers from one place to another. Right. Like this client emails <laughs> me and I have to send them something back or whatever. And I hate officey weeks.
1: Right. So number one, keep the tasks you hate or feel less confident about to a minimum. Number two, find work that you love to do and feel successful when you complete. And then number three, let the person know right away if you can't do the task. Don't hold on to work that you dread. If somebody's relying on you to get a task done and you're dreading it and you hate it and and feel like you're maybe not even gonna get it done, let them know right away that you can't do the work. Now, it's easy to get trapped in a guilt loop here because you say yes, if you're anything like me, you say yes to the job because you want to be helpful, right? Keely mentioned, maybe you need the work, you need the money, you need, you know, you can do it, whatever it is, or maybe you want to be helpful and and get that business owner further down the, the road to their goals. Whatever it is, you say yes, even though you know, or at least suspect that you don't really want to do the task. Sometimes that little, that little voice in the back of your head saying, yeah, I don't want to do this. Maybe should be a little bit louder. So you put it on your to-do list and then you procrastinate because you hate this thing or you're not good at it or you know, whatever the different reasons are. So you procrastinate about it and then the longer you procrastinate, the harder it is to give the task back or to give it away to somebody else that you know, to, to delegate it out. Because somehow you feel more invested in a task the longer it's been on your to-do list, even if you've made no headway whatsoever, I don't know if anybody else suffers from this, but if I have something on my to-do list, it is almost impossible for me to scratch it off. Not mark it complete, but to erase it and say, this task doesn't actually need to be done or I need to give it back to the person that assigned it to me or I need to delegate it out. Delegating it out is a little easier, right? Because then you know it's still gonna get done. But if you feel like I'm not going to get this done and I have to give it back, you can feel like, well, now I've let the person down And so you don't give it back, which means now you feel bad even more (laughs) and it just spirals. So the the sooner that you recognize that it's not going to happen, the better, right? Get it off your plate, delegate it out, give it back to the client, uh, figure out how to get it off the to-do list so that you're not stuck in that guilt spiral. So then the fourth thing you can do is develop your skills, Sometimes we procrastinate about something because we're not sure what the first step is, or maybe we know what the first step is and even the second step, but step three is a blur and it's fuzzy. And so we don't even want to start down the path because where do I go? I I don't know. Keely and I differ about this a lot. Keely, uh, you know, what is it? Ready, fire, aim. You know, she's ready to go at at a moment's notice. Whereas I want a nicely laid out plan either by someone else or by me. I mean, I'll develop the plan if I have to, but I want to know where I'm going, what the order of the steps are. By the way, what can I expect along the way? Keely's like, let's go. (laughs) We'll figure it out as we go. And sometimes you need to go ahead and embrace that and say, all right, this is going to be an opportunity for me to learn. Or maybe you don't take on that task And develop the skills. Maybe you say, you know what? I don't have that ability right now. I don't have the skills, the know-how, the training, the knowledge, whatever it is. So I'm going to say no now, but I'm going to go find out how to do that thing. I'm going to go develop that skill so that the next time that task comes up in my work life, I'm ready for it. So develop your skills to help you to get around the procrastination of, you know, that fear of the unknown. What's going to happen next? I don't know. So I'm afraid to even take step one.
0: That is very difficult. And you know, the other thing that I think causes people to procrastinate when they don't have the skill is that they think this is going to take a long time and I don't have it to invest. And it's really important that you recognize that not all education is at college or paid for that way. A lot of times it's simply being paid by a client to do work for them that you don't know how to do, and at least you're not taking a complete loss on it. And that's pretty much how I had to, you know, kind of approach our entire business because I didn't know how to do anything at all in this business. (laughs) I'm not even joking. And, And there are
1: times where you're going to be on the clock and you're going to be on billable time learning how to, you know, make something work for a client. And that's okay. And sometimes you are so far out of your depth, you should not be clocked in for this, right? You you are simply learning. Now, the thing about that is, though, that's still not wasted time. It may not be billable time, but it is putting another tool in your tool belt for, again, later on down the road. Keely and I have, have done this multiple times. We've developed entire arms of our business by saying, I wonder how to do this thing. And we either develop it for, uh, a hobby that we're doing. We develop it for one of our personal projects or one of, you know, within our own business. We, we've developed how to how to handle something for R5 website management. And then because we taught ourselves how to do it for us, we're able to sell that to other clients because now we know how to do it. And, and we've put it into practice. So none of it is wasted time. It may not be billable time. It, you may be recouping it later on.
0: And you know, the last thing that you really have to stay away from is those feelings of guilty or failure when you don't like a specific kind of work, when you can't do it, oh, whatever goodness, that is. Yeah. And let me just tell you, I am terrible in math. I always have been. And it is like this ongoing thing for my whole life that Great I've dealt with. with money,
1: terrible with numbers. Terrible with <laughs> <Somehow>. numbers.
0: <laughs> and I was really fortunate that my mom was like, you know what? You're, you're amazing at art and writing and all these other things. And I want you to learn how to do math. But you know, just do the best you can do. So I was given that freedom very early on in my life to be okay that I was not great at math. And I mean, I had to bless my butt to get those grades in in, uh, community college, like to get through it. I had so much I had to take. But if I had just continued to rain down on myself guilt about this one thing or maybe there's like a million things that i don't know how to do then it'll keep me from focusing on the stuff i do know how to do so just like anything in life you're going to have different skills than someone else so really lean into the things that you know how to do you feel good about you like you enjoy and then if you're a business owner like us find other people that like doing the task Otherwise, if you only do the things that your skills allow you to do, you limit yourself as a business. You just found your ceiling. You know, I had to make that decision several years ago. I had to decide that, no, I didn't like every task that I said yes to, but my team liked it and there were people on the team that enjoyed it. So I said yes for them, even if I don't like doing it. And it's actually worked out very well because it gives them the opportunity to have a job And for me to continue meeting client needs. That's
1: right. So again, we'll just do a quick rundown. Keep the tasks that you hate and feel less confident about to a minimum. Number two, find work that you love to do and that makes you feel successful when you've completed it and taken it off your task list. If you're not going to get it off your task list, number three, let the person know right away that you're not going to get it done and hand it back to them or delegate it out. Number four, develop your skills so that you can fill in the gaps on those things that you're procrastinating about because you simply don't know how to do them. Don't feel guilty or feel like a failure if you don't like a certain type of task and that causes you to procrastinate. Recognize it and put those other four principles into into practice. We thank you for listening this week. This podcast is brought to you by R5 Website Management. That is me and Keeley. That's our business. R5 is a family-owned and operated business that helps businesses and entrepreneurs just like you to improve your online presence. If you need help with a new website, or maybe you have an, uh, an existing website and you just need some great new content or you want to get more eyes on it, send us an email at keeley at r5websitemanagement.com and let her know that you heard about, it, uh, heard about them on empowering productivity.